You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 150. Oh. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. What is up? Before we dive in... We are enrolling for the October group of the Yummy Mummy Experience. So if you want in, get over there, go to lauraconley.com, click work with me, and let's lose weight for the last time. I think that if you're on the fence or you're just not sure, this episode is really going to help because I have two fabulous, gorgeous, oh my God, like my smile is just, if you guys are watching this on video, you can tell my smile is like ear to ear. Gorgeous, gorgeous, awesome, special. <laughs> oh, I just love you guys. Yum Mum alums on with me today. And we're just going to talk about their experience. So welcome to the podcast. We've got Karen and Katie. Welcome, welcome. Let's go to Karen first. Karen, why don't you just give us a little intro about who you are, where you live, a little bit about yourself and what it was like for you before? What were you struggling with? What was like a day in the life of Karen like a year ago? Absolutely. So my name is Karen. I live in South Florida. I have a husband and two kids. I have a girl that's six and a boy that's 11. I work from home in marketing, digital marketing specifically. And before the yummy mummy, I really struggled with what the actual plan was to lose weight. And I would start off really strong. This is what I'm going to do. And it would end up kind of falling to pieces very quickly. <laughs> and I never had an actual, actual actionable plan. So mm. weight loss would work briefly and then my weight would go up and I would give up, convince myself that I was too busy or unable to do this or should be happy with who I was and really just didn't make any progress. Mm. So why was this like different? Why did this attract you? And why did you think, okay, well, maybe, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the answer. So I was, I think, actively seeking an answer because I was at a breaking point. And if I'm being honest, I was going to do Ozempic because it's the trendy thing to do. And it seemed like the answer. And then I heard about you, Laura, from a friend who had lost 60 pounds and kept it off. I would describe her more as an acquaintance. She's someone that I knew through business and social media. And I thought, well, she's a normal person. And what is this really about? And what does it really look like? So I called her and said, you promised me this isn't snake oil. She's not going to try to sell me an it works wrap or a supplement or a shake. I don't want Shakeology. <laughs> and she swore by it. She said it was one of the best decisions she made. And I kind of took a leap of faith. Mm, I love it. Yeah. So good. But it was uh very much like the blood work was done. The prescription was written. Am wow. I paying for the yummy mummy or am I paying for Ozempic? Oh, I literally just wrote it down to come back to the Ozempic and to talk about that decision because I think a lot of people are 
in the exact same position right now. And I think it's kind of a hot topic and I definitely want to address it, but like, I got to talk to Katie for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Katie, introduce ourselves to you and then we'll, we'll keep chatting. Perfect. Well, I'm so excited to be here and even alongside one of my yum, 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 mom alums, Miss Karen, but my name's Katie. I live up in Seattle. I am not a mom, but I am a mom of a furry four-legged Charlie Brown, 13-year-old Labradoodle, and I work for a biotech company uh, based down in San Francisco. But yeah, I was turned on to this program, I think, In 2020, during COVID, there was just unfortunately some massive weight gain that happened, also just some family challenges, but it just kind of that weight stuck around. And I think over the last two to three years, I think I started to kind of just give into the fact that this is just going to be me. I'm just going to be sort of overweight, living a little bit under a cloud. But there was a sadness, I think, to that life of getting ready to see friends or go on a date and looking in the mirror and just not loving the person across from me and the reflection that I was looking at. And so I did similar to Karen had a friend, Kendall, who went through the program and had tremendous success and, and learning that while this yes is about weight loss, but it is so, so, so much more than just about the weight loss. So I think um, there's so many things in this program that go beyond the weight loss that, you know, have been just such a tremendous joy and a wonderful experience for me. So I want to dig in a little bit more to like the details of what it was like when you were struggling, when you were in that like dark cloud or that sadness, what was it like? And the reason why I asked this question is because I think so many of us who are struggling right now feel really alone and feel like their struggle is really unique. And for some of us, it's like a secret struggle. Like I can't tell you actually how many clients come to me and actually their husbands or their partners don't know how much they're struggling. I mean, my husband did because I'm very much an open book and I wear my heart on my sleeve and it's all out there, but I don't think that that is the norm. And so I think sometimes highlighting, and sometimes it's honestly hard for us to remember being where we are now, but if you can take yourself back to what was it like when your friends were going to the pool or what was it like when your kid asked you to go swimming or what was it like when you were going on a date? Take me through the struggles just so that some of these listeners don't feel as alone. And so maybe they can see themselves in you because I think when they can see themselves in you, they're like, oh, that was me. And it helps them to believe that maybe this is the solution for them too. And you guys know my mission is to just free the moms from all of this baggage, like literally and figuratively. So if you could speak to that a little bit more in detail, I would love to hear. Yeah, as I mentioned, just sort of a cloud, you know, I wouldn't have called it out, not necessarily a depression, but just kind of a a sadness of just not loving myself in my own body. And I even remember I was actually seeing a therapist at the time, but I said, you know, I hate just being uncomfortable in my pants too. Like I hate going on a date and my pants, my jeans are just so tight. And she's like, Katie, you just need to buy bigger pants, (laughs) which is so true. But there is just like the disappointment of like going up from size to size to size, 
when, you know, you just want to fit into that one pair of jeans when you know you felt so good about yourself and in your body too. Will you, Katie, will you speak to, and then I want to hear what Karen has to say. Will you speak to, because you're saying like, I really hated this experience. Will you share, and you can say no, will you share (laughs) the story where you caught yourself on like the ring camera? Yes. (laughs) So sweet. So on our last call together in our yeah mom experience, I just sharing like after all the, you know, the kind of where I was and where I've come, not in the past, just not loving the the mirror, not loving my reflection. I would, you know, look in the mirror and look away almost so quickly. And I found myself just looking on one of my like home security cameras um, that went off and it was the recording of just myself in it. And I just remember looking again at the end of this experience at myself and I'm like, Katie, you're beautiful. Like it just, I get goosebumps talking about it, but it just feels like such a sweet story of where I was and where I've come to. Oh my God. I know that makes me get teary talking about it too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's, what's so funny is like, I'll have you guys on the podcast, right? And the listeners like, well, how much weight did you lose? How much weight did you lose? And we always end up talking about, yeah, 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 we lost the weight, but we like, we love ourselves. And we like literally say to ourselves, Katie, you're beautiful. Like it does, it makes me choke up. And what I love about it too, the way that you describe that story, it feels like it was automatic. You offering that sentiment to yourself, it wasn't like, you were like, okay, now you say, Katie, you're beautiful. And yes, sometimes we have to practice a little bit, (laughs) but it was automatic. It was when your dog's running up to you, you have this thought of like, oh my God, you're so cute. I love you. Get over here. Come here. It's not like you're training yourself to love your dog or your child. Right. And that's what I want for all of us is like the autopilot, the default mode is we love ourselves and we think we're beautiful inside and out. I I just think that that's a beautiful illustration. Thanks for sharing that. It's so special. You bet. (laughs) Oh, good. Karen, what about you? Like day in the life before, like what sucked? (laughs) I think that I tried to put on a good front and pretend like everything was fine. And I loved myself and I was a happy person. And all of those things are true. But I had a very real sense of shame around not being able to figure this out or even to head in the right direction. I felt as though I'm an educated person. I used to work in healthcare. My husband is a physician. How can this disconnect be so obvious and like the body that I'm wearing not match the knowledge that I should have? And I felt a lot of shame around not being able to solve that or send myself in the right direction. Mm. Yeah. So it's like a double whammy because you don't feel good in your body. And then you're like, and I should know better because I'm successful in these other areas. So it's like insult to injury. I, I love that you said that because I think so many of us do that. We're like, what, what is happening? Like I can get my kids to school on time every day and I can show up as a freaking boss at work and X, Y, Z, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm well-educated and whatever. We could, we, there's a whole laundry list of all of our amazingness, right? And then there's this disconnect. And I really do think it's because 
we aren't taught the skill of weight loss. Like we're just being given these prescriptions that are one size fits all. I mean, literally and figuratively prescriptions like prescriptions <laughs> for Ozempic and prescriptions for do this keto diet or, or whatever. And it just doesn't work because it's a skill like whatever, playing the piano or skiing or whatever. It's so helpful to highlight because we make ourselves so wrong and so bad for not being able to figure out what we think we should be able to figure out. And it's not our fault that we don't, we haven't figured this out yet. We just, we literally just weren't taught. That's it. Right. We're not walking around being like, God, what's wrong with me that I don't know how to play pickleball. God, I read, I read a book on pickleball and I go out there. I suck at pickleball. It's like, yeah, because you haven't learned the skill of pickleball. You haven't practiced pickleball. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit more, Karen, about the Ozempic versus YMX experience and that decision, because I don't know, honestly, if this were me six or seven years ago, I told my husband actually the other day, like, or who did I tell somebody I was running my mouth and I'm like, I, I don't know if I would have chosen this path. If somebody was dangling, what's being touted as a magic pill. I think knowing someone that had taken the yummy mummy as their magic pill was very helpful. I think if I wasn't able to know that person's success as a real person and trust their opinion, I don't know that I would have made the choice. I think I would have just chosen Ozempic and been done with it or tried to have been done with it. But I think at the end of the day, I, I literally had two choices it was a crossroads. It was, I'm going to spend the money on this, or I'm going to spend the money on that. And I will say your money back guarantee also really helped because my husband was like, well, why don't you just try it? You can always get your money back. And if it doesn't work, we have another plan. Um, So that was kind of another nudge in the right direction. Mm. But I also knew that a lot of what was going on would be a mental choice as much as a physical one for me. And so I think the yummy mummy has really helped me with the mental fortitude needed for weight loss. Yeah, totally. So what would you tell somebody who was deciding between Ozempic and the yummy mummy or Ozempic or another version of it? I would say there's not, well, first of all, I can't make a choice for anyone else. I think that everyone else has to kind of assess their own situation and their own desires and their own bodies and obviously consult with their physician. But I will say, I think it's been a great choice for me and I have had so much fun and I have comfort in the knowledge that I have gotten to where I am now with a team of support and also my own brain and my own body and my own mind. I think I still have a ways to go, but I'm really proud of where I've gotten without medication and and it's been fun and I've been healthy and I feel strong and I feel well. And I think that that's a huge accomplishment. Huge, huge. And what you're talking about is like really the sense of self-esteem and sense of confidence. Like I did this, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, this container supported you, but like, you're actually the one that did it. And if you did it, that means no one can take it away, which I think is like huge. Karen was referring to our community and I just, you know, I, 
I'm just going to throw it out there, Karen. Like we were the lucky ones to have you in our group because you were one of the greatest cheerleaders of all time too. And Laura, I know you talk a lot about what this community brings and why you don't do one-on-one sessions. And I think I am so grateful for the Karen in our group. And I hope anyone moving forward gets lucky enough to have a Karen in their group too, because she was just such an encourager and so authentic and real. And I just so appreciate her. So shout out to my dear friend, Karen. (laughs) Same to you, Katie. Thank you. Yeah, it is so funny. Here we are, opposite ends of the country coming together. Laura, you sitting in the middle, but it is fun to have the diagonal line. (laughs) It's so true. The community is something that I think people are hesitant around. And then, I mean, it's so funny too, to your point, Katie, like Karen, it was like week one and Rose, who is my assistant coach was like, watch out. Karen's going to be the best freaking cheerleader. She is going to be so engaged. She's like, we are so, she called it right at the beginning. She's like, we are so lucky to have Karen. And I was like, I know she's so engaged. And it is, it's really special to have, again, to not feel like you're on an island and to have support. And like, I can support you all day long, but it just feels more special when we're all doing it together. Karen. I will say I so appreciate the credit, but I think the credit also goes back to you because when you pay to be included in a program like this and you put that much skin in the game, I mean, I was going to get my money's worth, Laura. Like I was there to engage and ask all the questions and lose the weight and be there every day because I had put skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important part of it too. Like personalities, yes. And I loved it and I loved everybody in the program and it was so fun, but the skin in the game is another reason to show up and stay involved and connect and ask the hard questions and share your weight every day. Mm -hmm. So it was fun. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's so cool because you're like, I wanted to get my money's worth, but what's so awesome is that other people got their money's worth because of you and because of everybody else. Like I'm lucky that these communities come together and you guys really step up to the plate and like give and receive in harmony. Like you guys in in like equal, really you guys all do like you guys are sharing and giving and sharing and giving and receiving and back and forth. It's like really, really special dynamic. But on that point was cost a barrier for you. And how did you guys overcome it because it is expensive right and i mean part of the and i say this all the time it's like if and when i should say when when i become a billionaire i win the lottery or whatever i'm still going to be doing this work and it's still going to cost five thousand dollars because it serves the client to have that skin in the game but i'm curious how you guys got over that hump if it was a hump for you like it is for so many of us Sure. After I was sold on, again, what my friend's experience was, I have to say it was a bit of a no brainer for me. And I'll I'll say like my old self in the past, there was times where like, I wouldn't use coupons for pizza because I'm like, don't you dare go and save money on something that is not good for you. And I think this is like the total opposite of that, of like, I feel like you're actually getting like a $10,000 coupon just by paying $5,000 because there is nothing more important than investing money in your health and in yourself. And again, like I said, this is not just 
about weight loss for me. This was such a just transformative change of my mind and how to love myself again too. Mm. So to me, $5,000 seems like a discount and you're getting a $10,000 coupon to even mm. participate. So, I mean, I'm a little biased since I like created it, <laughs> but I agree. I agree. I mean, I think it's to- I think it's expensive and I think it's like a crazy over deliver. How much weight did you lose, Katie? Yeah, keep not asking the question that everybody wants to know the answer to. I know, so exciting. Uh, so I was down about 24 pounds at the end of our six months and still going. So certainly hope to lose probably about 10 more pounds is my goal. So again, we love slow, but certainly looking forward to hopefully getting there by the end of this year too. So oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, well, it's as good as done. I mean, <laughs> and you're in the masters, like we're going to get this done. I love that. Okay, Karen, tell me how you got over the cost. I mean, you kind of spoke to it, right? Because you were like, it was either this or Ozempic. How much is Ozempic? I don't even know. I, I want to say when I went to the pharmacy, I was looking at about $1,200 a month because I wouldn't have been in, approved by insurance. Mm, yeah. That being said, for some reason, it didn't seem as scary as a $5,000 chunk. And I don't think I've ever spent $5,000 on myself for anything. You know, you go shopping, you buy jeans or some new makeup, but like I've never spent a $5,000 chunk of money on yes. myself. It's the chunk, I think. Right. That, because we do, like if we look at, you know, our Amazon bill or like TJ Maxx bill or Nordstrom or whatever it is, it, like it does add up. So how did you get yourself over that hump of the chunk. Again, I think the refund policy was very helpful, but I also recognized again that this was a fork in the road. I could not continue as I was. What am I going to spend money on? Is it going to be yummy, yummy, mummy? And I'm taking a chance on this thing that's going to teach me how to think and how to solve this problem. Or am I taking a chance on medicine, Mm. which does have great proven results, but you know, it also comes with side effects and problems that you can't always control. Yeah. So I did it. I kind of just closed my eyes and I think I skated in late, right? Wasn't I late? Like, oh, I think doors closed. Will you still take me? Oh my God. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you got in right got by in. the skin of your teeth. Very well spent money. And also... To date, I'm, I think I'm at about 37 pounds lost. And if you would ask me in January, would you pay $5,000 to lose 37 pounds and know that you were going to be able to hopefully complete this as something on your list of problems in 2023? I absolutely would pay that money. So in hindsight, it was a great choice. And if I knew how successful it would be for me, it obviously wouldn't even have been an option. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. It's so hard to believe in our ability to succeed in this area of our lives because so many of us have tried so many things and quote unquote failed, or maybe it was just a stepping stone getting us here now. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Okay. So describe the yummy mummy in one word. Do you guys have a word? I sent you guys some like little questions and I think this is such a fun, such a fun question. What do you guys got? 
I think I used it actually earlier, Laura, the word transformative for sure, I think explains sort of my experience too. So, I mean, there's many words that come to mind, but I do think the way I was able to reframe certain things, conversations in my head, I mean, things have really changed of how I talk to myself. So transformative is the word for me. Mm, I love it. It's so good. So that assumes, I mean, I don't even want to say assumes it, (laughs) it articulates to us that like you have trans transformed, but into what? So like, how do you feel in your body now? Like, what is it like now in terms of your thoughts? Like, what is that transformation? I'm assuming it's a positive one, right? But like, (laughs) what does that feel like in your body now versus or, or what does it feel like in your body now that you didn't normally feel in your body before? Yeah. Well, I feel like I could use the word light and with multiple meanings, right? Of like, I feel lighter and brighter just mm. with spirits and, and quite honestly, waking up in the morning and love getting out of the bed in the body that I'm in. And also obviously lighter, like weight physically lighter. Yeah. <laughs> And there's just so much I know too. you had kind of asked of like different learnings to Laura. I mean, I just like, where does one start? There is so many nuggets that we learn along the way too. And I think Karen, you and I both, we must've had similar upbringings or whatever that looks like of, I think you and I were like go-getters, you know, you tried your best to do a plus student. You weren't slacking. You had motivation, you had drive. And so the failure part, or if you, I think we use the word detour, when you detour off of this program, there was a quote I actually wrote down to Laura about when we fall, real commitment means we get back up. And I just think too, again, Karen, you and I, I think you talked a lot too about the B minus work, like how can we still succeed with the B minus work and learning what that looks like once you fall and the ability to really commit to this program and commit to your health, it means you get back up. And I think we all Mm -hmm. did that pretty well, even with detours along the way, because we know life just creates detours sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad you're bringing that up because I think that's one thing that we learn. It's a part of the skill that we have to learn is that, yeah, we're going to, we're not going to do a plus. And like a lot of us are recovering perfectionists or perfectionists, right? And if you're a perfectionist, it's going to be really hard to lose weight for the last time because you're not going to be able to do it perfectly. And that's what I think is so problematic. Like when it comes to our diet brains or diet culture is that we don't, we get this diet plan or whatever, and then we don't do it perfectly. And then we throw in the towel. And then what is that that for like three months? And then we get a new diet plan and then we're back up. And it's just like the yo-yo continues. It's so good. Yeah. You hold the ticket, Laura. I mean, it's true. I think, um, you know, I'm happy to share too. While I joined your February group, my mom, who is in her 70s, joined your April group. And I mean, she's already down over 20 pounds. I mean, it's like, it's incredible because I think she thought she was a unicorn too. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is where I'm at. This is my life. And here, I think you and I are in our 40s, Karen. I think you might be approaching 40s. There might be a big celebration next year. But the fact that even someone in their 70s is seeing success with this too, but it's the ticket that you hold. And I will say, 
going back to sort of like what brought me around is, you know, your whole saying of, I trust in my hope for you, trust that I believe in my belief for you. And I relied on that probably the first month too, Laura, of like, I know Laura believes in me and she believes in this process. And so, you know, as you pass the baton and I created my own belief in myself, it was pretty spectacular. But what you do is something special. And in some ways I say magic, but in some ways this is very simple Mm -hmm. and it's fun and it's not as challenging as the over restriction that, you know, I've done with other diets and meal plans and shakes and cleanses and cabbage soup diets way back when, but yeah, you, there's some, a real special recipe in, in what you offer um, in this program. That's so sweet. Well, it takes two of us, but I do think, I mean, I know because you guys all tell me that my ability to hold the belief for you is what helps you to take that first step and it, you literally just gave me the chills katie i almost like brought my leg up to the camera to show you guys <laughs> because she what she said which is really what i want really it's like yeah i want you guys to lose weight but i want you to love yourselves and to believe in yourselves because when you believe in yourself your life is yours like it is oh it gives me the chills every time because you can then go do anything. If you believe in yourself, that means you can do and have anything that you want, which we just, we need more women living that way, I think. So that, that's ultimate freedom really is the ability to believe in yourself. So, you know, I think we all, all do this together. Karen, what about you? Do you have one word that you would use to describe the yummy mommy? My word isn't as fun, maybe as transformative, but I think it's relieving. It was such a boulder to carry of shame and anticipation of when I was going to pick up the problem and how I was going to solve it, or if I was going to be able to solve it, that now that I have an answer and a plan, it's very relieving. Mm. And it was totally transformative for me too, and fun and meaningful and a lot of other words, but relieving, Mm. I think is the most important one for me. Yeah. It really felt like a weight taken off of my shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, totally. You guys have been mentioning the word fun and like, maybe you enjoyed this experience, (laughs) which is another thing that I'll, I always talk about and then nobody believes me. And then they get in and they're like, Oh yeah, it is fun. Will you guys speak to that a little bit? Like, why was it fun? Like what was fun? (laughs) What was enjoyable? Why was it pleasurable? Cause it's like, it kind of seems like weight loss and fun don't belong in the same sentence. And I want to like, be like, no, F that they do belong in the same sense. And I think that's why we're still here, you know, six, eight, nine, whatever months later, we're still here doing this work because the fun part is on purpose, right? Because it makes it sustainable. It makes it part of the permanent. So why was it fun? How was it fun? Speak, speak to that. If you guys will, who wants to go? Karen. Okay. Kate, Katie goes and Karen goes. (laughs) I found myself laughing so frequently on our coaching calls. And again, it's just this community of women that, 
you know, we all find ourselves in different walks of life, but this group was just so fun. And again, I so appreciated everyone coming as their kind of raw, authentic self and just sharing their honest truth and When I couldn't make a call, if I was traveling for work, you know, listening to the recording, I think I had FOMO and there was just giggles happening because it's like, man, I wanted to be there and a part of that conversation. But truly, even in in the Slack community, when we're able to comment on different things or see what other people are posting within the community in in our app, I guess it was, it was just so special. It was, it was fun. And I think, you know, even like fun, but also like raw, like I mentioned, and authentic in a way that, you know, there were tears too, and and a sweetness that was a part of that. And so I think just building really these friendships in this community, I think we'll always have, and Laura, you may have heard, but we even started a WhatsApp community with, you know, our group just to still post and checking in on each other. And it's a group you kind of don't want to let go of. So good. Karen. I feel like this could be taken in a lot of different directions. I think it was a really, really fun six months. I mean, on a basic level, I find succeeding and checking off boxes of mini goals to be really fun. It's just who I am. I think that most people, though, when they find success in something, do think it's fun. And then beyond that, I also had these times in my life where I would try to put aside fun to lose weight and it never really worked. You know, I'm doing Mm -hmm. whole 30, so I can't go out tonight because of X, Y, and Z, or I don't, I'm going to put my life on hold and lose weight. And maybe that means I won't be having fun for the next Mm -hmm. X number of months. And When I started this, I kind of assumed that it would be the same. And instead, there have been lots of vacations and lots of fun and lots of family dinners and lots of things that I can eat and lots of happiness and joy Mm. and not a whole lot of missing out, if I'm being honest. Yeah. There are choices and that's it. But life is still fun. And life can be fun without endless food. Mm. And that was something that I had to learn. Mm. That's so awesome. I know I would hate for like, what's the point of losing weight or weighing what you want to weigh if like, you're not enjoying your life? Like it's silly. Right. And I think we, we want to lose weight. At least our diet brains want to lose weight in like this pristine container where there's no social plans and like, oh, I better wait until I have like a six week period of no plans and no vacations and no trips. And it's like, okay, yeah, but then what? So then you lose weight in the six weeks or the three months and then you go back to your life. So I love that you brought that up. And this kind of brings me to the other end of that spectrum because this program is six months. And part of the reason why is because I actually want you guys to be in a container where most likely some sort of shit is going to hit the fan or like a life event. And I kind of want that. I don't want that for you, obviously, right? But what I want is you to have the ability to move through challenges with strategies that actually work. So I know Karen, at the beginning, you were a little worried of like, okay, yeah, like I I could do this like during my life, but what if a tragedy comes up or what if a life event comes up, then what? And Katie, I know that you went through some of that stuff. So if y'all could speak to a little bit of 
like, yeah, we can lose weight and have fun, but also we can lose weight when shit is hitting the fan within our jobs or our parents or our families or our partnerships or parenting or whatever the thing is. So Katie, if you could speak to that a little bit, I think that would be really helpful for people to hear. There's been some challenges within just my, our own family dynamic that has been really heartbreaking and really sad. And so kind of experiencing some of that too, through this process, it let me, you know, dive into the work too. And I, Laura, you talk a lot about this model of our thoughts. And I also think really understanding about how our thoughts impact our emotions and our results too. I think going back to transformative, like really being aware of the thoughts that are going on in our, in our mind and how they can drastically impact our emotions and kind of being in check with that. And then I think even learning about just like you teach us a lot about unconditional love too. And I think it just forced me to kind of dive back into sort of what, you know, you were asking us to dive into a little bit more. And so it was Again, so much more than food and weight loss. There's so much more that I think I learned through this process. And it allowed me to, again, yeah, just be aware of of the thoughts and how they impact my emotions and how they impact my results at the end of the day too. So, Yeah, I think it's so important to bring that up because we can't just create a six-month container that's focused on food and weight because that doesn't work in real life because the reason that we eat is because we're sad sometimes because sometimes something's happening in our family and so we have to look at our whole entire lives like holistically if we want to solve this at the root level so i think that that is really really like smart point to bring up so i i love that you share that one thing that really changed things for me was when you said if hunger is not the problem, food is not the answer. Because we all have problems. There's uncontrollables. There will be sick family members. Your kid will break their arm. Your dog will throw up on the rug. Like there just are so many things in life that happen that you have no control over, but you do have control over what goes in your mouth. And if you are not hungry, food is not the answer. And it sounds so simple, but it's not Googleable. And it was revolutionary for me. And I think it every day. Like I literally think about about it as I move through the kitchen or have feelings that aren't happy feelings or feel like I want a snack. Like, why do I want a snack? Am I hungry? Am I just anxious or looking forward to the next thing? Am I looking for a snack for a reason other than hunger. And I think that that's been a game changer. Mm, I love that. Yeah, it's so true. And I think to your point, so many of us actually don't identify as emotional eater. Some of us do, right? No right, no wrong there, but it's actually really helpful. Like most of us actually are emotional eaters. And again, it's not bad or wrong to be an emotional eater if you weigh what you want. When we can really kind of untangle that. It's like, oh, I am an emotional eater and I can solve for that. Like I don't have to eat for reasons other than hunger. And, you know, we obviously learn how to do that inside the yummy mummy. So yeah, Katie. I think that was another big thing that I learned too along the way is I've realized I was a big 
person into moral licensing. Like I was like, whew, you've had a rough day of work this week. You deserve that pizza (laughs) or stuff in your family was hard today. You deserve X, Y, Z. So I did a lot of that. And so just kind of, again, reframing that transforming I feel like I've heard it a million times, but I'm just now writing down the quote too. If you're not hungry, food is not the answer. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's amazing to kind of just, again, be aware of why we're eating. Um, and it's helpful to eat when you're hungry. Yeah. <laughs> good. Okay. You guys, let's start wrapping it up. We'll end with like, this is so me. I'm like, we'll end with one question, except for like, there's seven more in my brain that I want to ask you. Okay. So <laughs> you guys could pick, it's going to be like multiple choice or you could answer all three biggest takeaway. What would you tell somebody who is deciding whether or not to sign up? And is there anything else that you feel like you need to tell the, the humans out there? sort of just an in general one. So biggest takeaway, what would you tell somebody deciding somebody that's struggling? And is there anything random that you were just thinking about this week, knowing you were going to be on this podcast that you feel like you got to tell the people? Take your time. We're recording this in August and it's airing in October. So by the time it's October, I'm guessing you guys are going to be at your dream come true weights. Just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Just a fun future self moment there. Okay. Who wants to go? Karen? I'll go first. So I would say if you are on the fence about doing the yummy mummy experience and weight loss is on your list of problems to solve that you should not wait to do this. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely the answer for weight loss that is fun, tangible, doable. It just is a great answer for anyone that has weight loss. Weight, I keep saying the wrong word, weight loss on the top of their list. I think that if you ask yourself the question, if I lost X number of pounds, would it be worth $5,000? And the answer is yes, then you should do it. Mm. It's a no brainer. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So true. Katie. Ditto Karen. I think the biggest thing is just like knowing, like if I were to talk to my old self six months ago, like I just would want to tell her it's possible. And that cloud that you're kind of living under right now, the skies are so much clearer on the other side. And It is going to be worth every penny you pour into this because you are going to be just loved on by Laura and this community. And you're going to love yourself again in a way that maybe you forgot how to do when you've just kind of felt this weight kind of and this cloud hanging over you. So Mm -hmm. I just have to say, being on the other end of this, I would just say it's possible. Trust in Laura's belief in you. And I can't wait to hear about future successes for anyone else that joins this experience too. Mm, that's so special. Oh, you guys gave me the chills like 10 times over. So to those of you that are listening, I want to encourage you to treat Karen and or Katie as that friend, right? Because a lot of us have had a friend that have gone through it. And you might not have that friend. So let Katie and or Karen hold that torch for you. They're real, normal, cool people, you guys. 
<laughs> so thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I really, from the bottom of my heart, it is so, I'm just so grateful because I cannot create the mission. Like I cannot free a million moms by myself. I can't, nor do I want to. <laughs> way more fun doing it together. So thank you guys so much for coming on. It was like such a pleasure. And for those of you that really want to create results, just like Katie and Karen have, again, go to lauraconley.com and get in there. I love you. Have the best week ever. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in, pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy lose weight for the last time and body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever.